0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to You Are Something Magical podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so thankful that you decided to tune in and listen to this week's topic. Um, So for this week, we're gonna talk about the NBA free agency. Um, So let's talk about all that's going on in the um, free agency. So much to talk about and so much to cover that today I I have my son Cameron here to discuss free agency with me. Cameron is my youngest son and he has just graduated from high school and he's getting ready to play college football this fall. We are so excited. Uh, It's been a long journey and um, we're excited for this next step for him. Um, Cameron has dabbled in just about every sport there is but he's Play basketball, baseball, and football primarily throughout the year. So basically, Cameron is my sports sidekick. We can talk sports all day, all night, any kind of sports, um, even those that sports we don't really know much about. We'll find a common ground to, to, to talk about. So first up, the LA Lakers. Now, let me tell you, I am a real deal LeBron fan. Period, question mark. Explanation point, no ifs, ands, buts about it. I love LeBron James. So, um, after last year's disappointing season, I am personally pretty excited about who they picked up this year in free agency. think we've got a shot at doing some, some good things. So, Cameron, what do you think about Anthony Davis and Cousins joining the Lakers?
1: I feel like Anthony Davis will give a strong... Front court and giving to the team, I feel like LeBron moving to playing point guard would be a great distributor. I Wait, like you
0: think LeBron is going to move
1: to point uh, guard? LA just announced LeBron J will be playing point guard this year. No way. So LeBron will be playing the, the one position of the team.
0: Wait. So who who was the point guard last Ron, year? Rondo
1: was the point guard last year. Rondo and Lonzo was the point guard last well, year. Well, I know
0: I know Lonzo's gone, but Rondo's still there, Rondo's right? Rondo's
1: still there. So Rondo so, will be coming off the bench, and uh-oh. LeBron James would be the starting point guard. That's
0: year. a pretty big point guard.
1: It is. They have, <laughs> well, you got to think about it. Magic was six nine. True. So they really trying to go back to the Showtime Lakers of having a big lineup. Okay. To kind of give. More depth on defense.
0: Got you. So, LeBron at one, and let me see. Davis is going to be four. four.
1: Yeah, and then you got DeMarcus Cousins at the five.
0: So, who's three and four, you think? Well, What'd
1: four you... is, is Anthony Davis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Three probably be Kyle Kuzma. You think so? Yeah.
0: Kuzma. Man,
1: you know, Kuzma's pretty big. Right. He about six, seven, six, eight.
0: So not only are they going to have some height, they're going to have some body mass. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then you got to think about you have a 7-footer coming off the bench with JaVel McGee. Mm. So you have you have a pretty long defense of stance to where you can cover a lot more ground.
0: True. So what do you think Anthony Davis is going to bring to the Lakers this year?
1: Scoring. He's going to bring a, a strong inside presence mm-hmm. to where, you know, LeBron always needs somebody on the team to help him. Right. You know, last Well year, wait.
0: What do you mean he needs somebody on the team to help he, him?
1: For you to be able to win in the Western Conference, you need help.
0: Right. True.
1: Just as true. You know, LeBron comes from Cleveland. He didn't he didn't really need help on the Eastern Conference. Right. But when you came onto the West Coast mm-hmm. where it's a lot better basketball. Right. You will always need that help. True. True. And I feel like...
2: It's a tougher conference.
1: Yes. And I feel like Anthony Davis would kind of take off, some of the pressure off of LeBron James. Right. And he can do something the score. All LeBron needed is somebody to score 15 points a game. True. And, you know, last year he didn't have nobody that he can, he can give the ball to right. and give him points on a consistent basis.
0: Well, and also, I think adding Anthony Davis also gives another team threat. Everybody know when you're playing... Last year, they knew with the Lakers, you just had to shut... LeBron right. down. You you had to guard him. You had to keep him, you know, out of the, the inside where he was strongest. Now, with Anthony Davis playing for, mm-hmm. you you forget about him if you want to. He's going to make you pay. Right. Okay. Alright.
1: I feel like DeMarcus Cousins also brings a strong inside threat because you have a 7-footer that can shoot. Right. You have a 7-footer that can, that can rebound. That's all they really need is somebody that can rebound. Right. So you got two... Lakers picked up two people that they needed, which was another person that can score, which mm-hmm. is Anthony Davis. Right. That can dribble, that can pull up for a jumper, and then they need a big man that can rebound. True. And then if DeMarie the Cousins come out, you could easily have JaVel McGee come in and fill that same role as he did last year.
0: This is true. So, looks like the Lakers are probably going to have a pretty strong team. Okay. Be able to be con- Contenders.
1: I feel like the Lakers would make the playoffs, and I feel like they could make a run at the playoffs if they learn how to play together. True.
0: Because when you've got... I think the key is going to be um, how well LeBron and Anthony Davis mesh because Anthony Davis, coming from the Pelicans, he was the LeBron of the Pelicans for right. his entire career. Right. So now having to share that spotlight, it's going to be a matter of, you know, what is it that he's looking for. I think... You know, Demarcus Cousins is used to playing a, a supporting role. That's not I think, too too much of a stretch for him.
1: I think this Laker team kinda of remind me of the Miami Heat team when right. LeBron went to Miami. Isn't right. you know, D wade was the start of his own light. Right. To where when LeBron came, D. wade knew he had to take a step back role. Right. Because Yeah, LeBronica. they had goals, right. Yes, because LeBron Same with Chris
0: Bosh. I mean, he was the man.
1: At Toronto. Toronto.
0: Right. And so, I mean, putting those three independent superstars of their own teams together, they, they, had, they could either sink or swim.
1: Right. For you to win, you have to take right. a step back row. And I think sometimes when you do take that step back row, it can cause some people can't take it, some people can't. Right. You know, it was it. it worked perfectly at Miami, but where everybody got to remember is the first year, they didn't win. Right, right. The first year, they did lose. Mm-hmm. To where they had to take a step back and say, okay, we all can't be superstars on this one team. Right. We all can't take the final shot. Right. And they had to develop a chemistry with each other to where Yes, Chris Bosh had to take a smaller role. Right. Maybe he wasn't going to take the final shot like he did in Toronto. Right. Maybe D-Wade, which is Wade County, this is, this is Wade City, but he know LeBron is the man. Right. So he had to take a step back role in the situation. Right. So I feel like if everybody play their role how they're supposed to play and not try to do other people's role, mm-hmm. the Lakers, they'll be a, their championship contended team.
0: I think so, too. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about – The changes last year was so disappointing that, um, you know, I think it even took a little bit of air out of LeBron because, you know, he was used to a certain standard. And although the Cavs kind of, you know, folded at some point, I think for a while, I mean, they were they were right in the thick of things. So um, I'm I'm excited to see what what they have this year and how far they go. Um, okay. Well, the surprises so far for me um, in in the trade, um, excuse me, in the free agency is definitely Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. Um, I would have never thought Durant would go to Brooklyn. I I was surprised he left, but, you know, even though he left Golden State, Brooklyn was definitely not on my radar. Um, And Kawhi going to the Clippers, whew, okay. Uh, I know he's from LA, but I would have loved to see Kawhi back in LA, but in a, a Lakers uniform. Um, for me, that would have been pure magic to have Kawhi Leonard, LeBron, AD, Cousins. I mean, that would have been truly a a strong contending team. Um, who do you think made the best trade so far?
1: Uh, I feel like... Right now, as in just a team-wise, I think the Lakers made the strongest trade. But personally, for down the line, I think Brooklyn made the best trade. Because you have Karai. I mean, because you have Curry. Oh,
0: That's okay. Who? Because you have who?
1: Because you have Katie mm-hmm. and Kyrie. Right. On the same team. To where I feel like down the line, you can not have a, a championship contending team. Hmm. Wait,
0: are you telling me you think Kyrie Irwin and Kevin Durant is going to be able to be strong enough in Brooklyn to be, to make a real run at this thing?
1: I can say this now. No player on the planet can stop Kevin Durant.
0: What? Oh, please.
1: Kevin Durant is almost a seven foot shooting guard.
0: Well, if that's the case, well, I mean, I don't know. His release
1: is over seven foot. True. He's he's a lanky defender. I feel like Kevin Durant showed in, ins and out that nobody can stop him. True. True. Several times. And that's him going to the finals two years ago and averaging almost 30 points a game.
0: Well, yes. And I like Kevin Durant, but I also think Kevin Durant is a little bit of a selfish player. And so... I also think Kyrie Irving is a little bit of a selfish player. So for me it's going to be interesting, interesting to see how those two come together. Because in my opinion they're both individually selfish players that they may have a common goal but KD has championship rings, right?
1: right. So Well Kyrie had one too.
0: True. But he don't have as many as KD. Right. But that's going to be what's going to be interesting for me to see how they mesh together. And if they are able to actually create a championship caliber team, I mean, we're going to see you. You don't want to think that they've so far made the best trades.
1: I feel like they made the best trade for the future. You know, any team that wanted to to get Katie is already a championship contender team, I feel like in my opinion. Right. You know, I feel like with Katie, especially on the East Coast, to where everybody knows, it's a lesser competition on the East Coast. Right. I feel like Katie have a greater chance of taking his team to the finals when he come back after his his injury.
0: Okay. All right. Which I think he has to set out all next year yeah, probably. Yes, so he
1: has to set out all next year. So this year for Brooklyn is going to be a rough, a pretty rough year. I mm-hmm. feel like Kyrie's going to try to. To carry the whole team on his back. And, you know, Kyrie does that often is he wants to be the man, so he'll try to put the whole team on his back. Right. And he don't have to all the time.
0: Right. But he will when KD's not there this year.
1: Yes, he will have to, you know. But at the same token, I feel like it's other key players on the team that can help him. Like who? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hope so anyway. We hope so. All right. Well, who do you think is going to have more immediate results? I mean, of course, with Katie sitting out all year for Brooklyn, I don't think that they're going to have too many immediate results this season. It's a building season. Who do you think, based on their current trades, will be able to have some immediate turnaround this season?
1: I think – the Lakers will. Mm-hmm. I think the Lakers will have a... I'm really interested to see the Lakers play. That's right. what I'm... You know, I'm a LeBron James fan. Right. So I'm really interested to see how the Lakers play, you know?
0: hmm
1: I think the last two years with the whole LeVar and Lonzo whole thing, and it was a lot of attention put on the team. Right. And I think it was a lot of pressure put on the team also.
0: Right. Well, I think just... With LeBron joining the Lakers, expectations for a a team that hadn't been a winning season. Yeah, Yeah. hadn't had a winning season in the last several years before. All of a sudden, LeBron James is coming and he's just going to turn the team around in one year. We're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to be, you know, championship contenders. And then, you know, womp, womp, womp.
1: And then it felt like everybody turned on saying LeBron didn't do his job. but. You know you have to look at it like this lebron was nursing a growing injury right so and he knew last year it wasn't no no developing into becoming a winning team right after he saw the first half of the season right so well
0: and that's just seeing the plan we we saw what we saw on tv right and what you know i saw when i went to the lakers game in december but what we didn't see is you know practices The attitude, the will, you know, whatever was going on behind the scenes, we we didn't see that. Because, you know, they always say that old saying, and you know this as an athlete, you play how you practice. Right. Right? So whatever the mentality and the mindset throughout practice and throughout the week, it's going to show itself when it's game time. You can't turn it on and off.
1: I feel like LeBron knew the atmosphere of the team. And he knew that they had a real strong chance of getting another key player. Right. So he took, I feel like he took the year off last year mm-hmm. to get his stuff together because he did have a groin injury, to nurse the grown injury. Right. So that he can come back this final year and be the LeBron James, fully healthy, right. fully ready, mentally and physically. Right. You know, he wanted to take time off to be with his family.
2: Right, right. You know,
1: and, you know, LeBron went to the finals the past nine years in a row. Right. So, you know, from when the NBA season starts to almost mm-hmm. mid-summer, mid
0: Yeah,
1: he's doing, he's in basketball mode to right. where, you know, sometimes it's about basketball. Nothing right. else. It's right. not.
0: Almost a year, he's doing nothing but basketball.
1: Competing and mm-hmm. getting ready to, right. in that short stint of time. You know LeBron. I watched the interview with LeBron James, and LeBron said he really only had about two, two weeks, two to three weeks of actual vacation time right. for the past nine years. Right. You know those two, three weeks he can play with his family, go to right. you know Cabo and mm-hmm. drink mimosas and pop his feet up and right. play and be a regular guy. Mm-hmm. But then he got to go back into basketball mode. And what right. a lot of people fail to realize is LeBron James didn't go to college. Right. You know he came straight out of high school. Right. So it was basketball 24 days a week since being age 18 right LeBron James is almost 32 years old right if he is 32 years old. I
0: mean and and not only just basketball and and I know you know we're kind of veering off a little bit from our topic of free agency but you know not only basketball pretty much year-round you know some of these athletes and LeBron in particular um, is spending quality time building a brand so, you know, commercials don't get shot by themselves, you know, traveling to promote shoes and, you know, products and the brand that takes time away from your personal life and as well. So I, I was excited this year, even though, you know, I would have liked the Lakers to make the playoffs and, and have a run. You know, I, I do think that having this rest mentally, emotionally, physically for LeBron is going to bring him back even higher of beast mode than we've seen um, in the last several years.
1: Does everybody know. Taco
0: Tuesday. <laughs> all right. So I know this this has nothing to do with um, free agency. But we, off that
1: path, but we did. That we did.
0: We we <laughs> we're LeBron fans and of course we can't talk basketball without talking LeBron and um of course his his beautiful family, Savannah and uh, one more thing on LeBron before I jump completely off. Uh, his son, Bronny, mm-hmm. looks like just following him on Instagram, He's 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 got his daddy's talent and his mama's good looks. So I <laughs> think he's going to be another up-and-coming to watch. Uh, but for not right now, uh, we can't talk about basketball without briefly talking about the current up-and-coming, uh, Mr. Zion. I can't remember... In the past couple of years, another player having this much excitement coming into the season. Only Bron's been in the league now, what, about 16 years or so? Yeah. Um, So it's been a minute since we really had this type of um, talent that is just... Raw. Raw and exciting. And he's still a kid. He literally just turned 19, I think, the other day. Um, First game of the summer league season for them. Um, what are your thoughts about Zion, Cameron?
1: That's a grown man paying kids.
0: <laughs> okay. He's,
1: he's physically gifted. Mm-hmm. I feel like Zion is, in a, from, in a period of basketball that we are playing now, I feel like Zion is the most physically gifted player we have seen in a while. Right. You know, he is 6'8",
2: mm-hmm.
1: 285. And can move. And can move. Yeah. And can jump a 40-inch vert. Right. That's a grown man. Right. You know, and the thing about Zion is he got time to develop. hmm You know, his jumper isn't the best jumper in the league.
2: Right. But, but he it got go time. in.
1: He got time to develop it. Right. You know, it's basketball isn't just one do no 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 back right. to back to back. It's over a period of time you can develop skills and LeBron J didn't become a real jump shot shooter right. until later down the line when he saw that he can't do the body move no more. Right. But Zion is huge. Right. That's a big boy.
0: That's a big boy.
1: That's a grown man. And
0: honestly, I don't even know that Zion fully grasps all that he embodies. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that he's still just a kid. I, I swear, I was crying with him on draft night. That was pure, raw emotion and excitement. And, you know, it's hard for people to be thrust into the spotlight, uh, especially for just, you know, a talent of yours, a natural gift. But I think Zion is – he's still a big old kid at heart. You can tell by um, the way he walks. I don't even think he understands that he that big. He just kind of gets there. I
1: just feel like everybody needs to stop comparing him to other players. I do too. He's Zion. You know, He said it to – for himself, is saying, you know, stop comparing me to LeBron James. Stop comparing me to all these players because I'm just Zion. Right.
0: And I'm not the next, I'm only the next Zion. Yeah.
1: You can't, and I feel like that puts a lot of unwanted pressure on a young kid when you're saying he is the greatest player of all time. Right. When he's like, wait a minute, you know, I can't even drink, can't even go to the bar. Right. Well, not
0: only that, I mean, literally, he's doing what just, the next step in
1: his career his, is his
0: journey right i mean this is something he's dreamed about but you know that's what we good at doing is putting a lot of high expectations putting people
1: in boxes and saying he exactly is, he is such and such
0: and and now i've got to live up to that and i can't just be what would be wrong with just being the best zion that i can be
1: but that best zion so I'm serious it's
0: better than some people's <laughs> best anything but do you think He'll be able to turn the Pelicans around quickly, or do you think they um, need to build a team around him like LA is doing for LeBron?
1: I said this you guys are on your team, you're gonna have a team.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Pelicans are playing in the West Coast, the Western Conference. Wow. So, Okay. my whole thing is this
0: Poor Pelicans.
1: Poor Pelicans. <laughs>
0: Poor, Poor Pelicans. Pelicans. B- Poor plus. Pelicans.
1: I feel like Zion would have to learn how to play a slower basketball game.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think a faster pace, too.
1: I think Zion is is used to being able to say, I'm going to put my body on you and I'm going right. to do you. I'm going to bully you. I'm going to bully you. He played bully mm-hmm. basketball. He's right. been playing bully basketball since he was in sixth grade at 6'10. I mean.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, the, the biggest bully move I've seen lately was in the summer league game when well, he, he
1: snatched it from Kevin Knox I mean he man. just he just stole the ball and pretty much just pushed him down at <laughs> down like hey man <laughs> that's my ball I, I do what I do thank you this, this is why I'm the number one draft pick and everybody start crying when I did it that's bully ball but I feel like we'll have to see how how far can he push it. like I feel like he played more of a Charles Barkley game I do too mm-hmm. then a LeBron James. Game. I do too. You know, he's more too. of that. I can dribble, I can shoot, but right. what I really want to do is put my body on you right. and see if you can take two. Really, I'm not
0: a finesse player. Zion is not a finesse player. He's more of a in your face. Um, I'm gonna run through you because I know I can. I'm, I'm gonna bully you.
1: I'm gonna jump over you, but I'm, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna do this. it in a in a nice. Kid
1: kind of way. And the funny, the funny thing about looking at Zion, because I'm not too much younger than Zion. Right. Yeah.
0: Basically, really just a couple of months. He turned nineteen in July. My birthday's
1: in October. Yeah. So you know, we really around the same age. And I can say this now, I ain't two eighty five or six eight. Not gonna, not can't, not gonna even lie to you. Right. Not that big. Right. But I can let him do that to me though.
0: Well. I guess at this point, since you're going to play college football and he's in the NBA. We'll never know. You'll never know.
1: Well, I'm going to say (laughs) it. He ain't never going to do that to me. We would just never know.
0: Well, we we shall see. So, anyway, um, college football in the fall. You ready? Yeah. All right. We'll see. Next step, next journey. Um, We'll talk one day soon about the kind of the recruiting process, how that goes, that big journey. I know – Um, as your mom here as family, we're we're glad that that whole journey is over. It was definitely a ride. And I'm sure for you as the athlete, you're glad that that process is over. So we'll we'll give the listeners some of our input and experience and kind of how that journey went. But um, thanks for your input on the NBA free agency. Uh, I'll say for sure, this is certainly going to be a very Interesting and exciting season to watch. We don't have too long before it kicks off. um, But right now, we're about to to turn on to this football season. So we'll do some football chit-chat in the future as well. Um, So thanks for joining us today. Feel free to leave a comment. Or as always, you can email us at somethingmagical19 at gmail.com. Until next time, remember, you are something magical.